Welcome to Cannabis Health Radio, a podcast where we share stories from people around the world who are using cannabis as medicine. The information is meant to raise awareness about the health benefits of cannabis, which should not be taken as medical advice. Now, here are your hosts, Ian Jessup and Corey Yelland. Welcome to another episode of Cannabis Health Radio. I'm Ian Jessup. And I'm Corey Yelland. Before we get started, we would like to thank listeners who have contributed to Cannabis Health Radio. And there are two ways you can do that, either a one-time donation or a monthly donation for as little as $5, just 5 bucks. An icon will pop up on our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com, to show you how you can do that. It's very easy. And if you'd like to help someone around the world, please share our podcast on the social media platform that you use. Now, every story that we hear on this podcast is a truly remarkable story of someone using cannabis to successfully deal with a major health issue, or in some cases, to save their life. Today, we have another remarkable story. Gary Wooldridge, an 83-year-old man from British Columbia, Canada, who only a few months ago was given two weeks to a month to live. He had stage 4 lung cancer and stage 4 kidney disease. But today, Gary is cancer-free and is out playing golf. And joining us to tell his story is his daughter, Tammy Kamai. Tammy, thanks for doing this. What was your father's health and physical condition like prior to his diagnosis? <laughs> well, how can I explain this? He was pretty much uh, bedridden, and he was just freezing cold all the time, losing weight, and we couldn't tell why. Yeah, difficulty breathing. He has blood tests about every month or so to see where his COPD and, you know, all of his health problems were at and it was about 10 months ago that we found out that his kidneys were failing and we didn't know why at that point and when he got the diagnosis and I walked in the room to see him this is emotional (laughs) he could barely lift his hand and he just didn't have the energy to say much more than hi I mean, what was what was the diagnosis when you walked in the room and you said you had that diagnosis? What was the actual diagnosis, please? The diagnosis was that he had uh, kidney cancer and uh, lung cancer, and he was given two weeks to six months, or sorry, two weeks to a month to live. And I was really sure that he wasn't going to make it through the night. So did the, did the doctors make any suggestions regarding chemo or radiation? Yes. Yes. They wanted to do surgery. They wanted to biopsy uh, his lungs and try and remove the tumor from the kidney, which is usually pretty dangerous because we were told that um, by his doctor, not the specialist, that... Um, to do surgery on it was too risky because he could just bleed out on the table. And then the specialist talked about going on chemo after surgery. Yeah, my dad just, you know, he'd listen to everybody and then, uh, which is kind of surprising in itself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he said, no, no, 
no surgery, no chemo, no radiation. The only thing I'm prepared to take is Corey's oil. <laughs> no, interesting. Yeah, so it's called Corey Up. Yeah. And uh, we, we got started that night, just gave him his first one whole full gram I remember you guys calling me and we were on video just to set the scene and your family was there and your uh, grandma, who's a hundred, was there crying and saying, please save my my son-in-law. And I got to tell you, Tam, when you guys were coming at me, I'm like, I don't know if we can pull this off. I really don't. I was hope I was thinking at best we could buy him some time. And I remember saying to you, You've got to slam them, and you've got to slam them hard right out the gate, and that's exactly what you guys did. Yeah, we got the oil in that he needed really quickly, and I just said, I sat down with Dad, and I told him, because he could actually, after a couple of days of the oil that we had, he was actually doing a bit better, and he was able to you know, focus to listen to what we were saying, and we still had to keep it pretty simple for him. Corey was saying, yeah, you need to yeah, gram a day right off the bat. And I remember asking Corey if I could give him two grams a day and if that would be beneficial. Um, and because, you know, he, he was so close to being gone, uh, I truly believe it was a matter of hours. But we just put him on two full grams of oil a day for the first 30 days. And uh, the, the recovery that we saw day by day and sometimes hour by hour during that first month was nothing short of absolutely gobsmacking. It was amazing. What was the first things that things that you noticed, Tammy? Well, he started smiling at us was the first thing that happened. I'd smile too if I had two grams of oil in me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he was um, able to get himself to the bathroom and back to bed. And then we noticed he started eating again. And um, <laughs> I call myself his Nazi caregiver because when he was ready to start eating again, after a couple of days, I said, you're going on a totally sugar-free diet. The only thing you can have is low sugar fruit once a day, and that's it. Everything else is going to be pure health food. And I put him on a, a diet of no sugar and no like simple carb, carbohydrates and things that turn into sugar. So we took him off all that. No meat and no wheat. And it was mostly vegetables and some fruits. So yeah, we had, you know, the new Beyond Meat and stuff like that. So that's the kind of stuff we were putting him on because he wasn't like I was feeding him vegan meat, basically. Yeah, he was not happy about that. <laughs> no, I guess not. So when you were giving him this two grams, Tammy, um, was this orally or suppository or what? Suppository. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Two, three times a day, suppository. Yeah, he tolerated it very well. He was surprised when we told him where he had to put it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was very happy to, to get on board. And, you know, since that, since... He was only going to do oil, refused everything else that he would have to take whatever he needed to or do whatever he needed to do. Tammy, when you first started giving him the oil, was he in hospital still? No, no. He, he's been at home the whole time. Oh, at home the whole time. Okay. Yeah, because he rejected the traditional 
treatments for cancer, they, he couldn't go to hospital and they couldn't do any kind of examinations or anything. So we were kind of on our own with Corey as our lifeline to whatever we needed to, to do. Because um, if you don't accept the traditional treatments for cancer, there's not a ton of help left to you. Now, when you were giving him the oil and you saw the day-to-day progress he was making, did that surprise you? Did that surprise me? No, because I have seen, well, I saw Corey through hers, the incredible improvements, excuse me, that were happening so quickly. Sometimes when you give that much, uh, two grams, even through suppository, it can make you high. Did it make him high at any time? No, no. When you use it as a suppository, there is no high. You're pain-free and you kind of get your quality of life back. And there's no side effects when you take the cannabis oil, except that you feel better and you have no pain and you start to get your life back. And so as the oil is doing its job, you get to just live comfortably. And I think it was it's been the last few months that my dad has just been right back to better than, than he was before he had cancer. He's more active and he's been out doing yard work and, and he's gone camping and fishing with my husband this week. So, you know, that's what the oil does for you. Um, it just gives you back your life even while you're fighting the cancer. Yeah, so for listeners that haven't seen his videos and stuff that I've been posting to my page, when he was diagnosed, his wish was to live long enough to be able to go camping and fishing one more time. And as we're doing this interview, he is actually out camping and fishing. (laughs) And very happy. Yeah, what's his personality like now compared to what it was like, let's say, prior to his diagnosis? Oh, I've never seen my dad this calm and content. Let's talk about some of the little hiccups that happened along the way, because it's it's not easy to do this treatment. It's not a cakewalk, and people need to be aware of that. So, Tammy, talk about some of the issues that came up with your dad along the way. Okay. Okay, so we had the shedding there. Yeah, as we were seeing him improve on a daily basis, and, you know, eating and getting back to back to life as usual. There were a few things that happened along the way. You know, like fighting cancer by any method is never an easy thing to do. And some of the things that my dad went through was deep fatigue, which, you know, you would expect when your body's fighting for its life. He, he hit a point where all he could taste was oil and it was making him feel sick and, you know, exhausted and emotionally struggling while he was taking the cannabis. So even while he wasn't getting high on it, it did have some small effects, such as the, the fatigue and that kind of thing. But we couldn't figure out why he was suddenly feeling awful and everything he ate tasted awful. Yeah, he was just really feeling crappy. I gave Corey a phone call and asked her, 
asked her about, you know, why he was tasting it and that kind of stuff. And she said, oh, his cannabinoid receptors are saturated at this point. Yeah, that's when you were giving him two grams a day. And he went from doing really well to all of a sudden feeling crappy. He was nauseous. He said all he smells is cannabis oil. All he tastes is cannabis oil. You know, even when he breathes, that's all he, he can come up with is cannabis oil. And I said, you know, I think we need to cut this back to a gram, which is what you did then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Within 24 hours of cutting him back from two grams a day to one gram a day, it just turned him around almost, you know, within hours, he was doing better, feeling better. And then another, oh, I guess it was in the third month, we were just starting to relax and think, oh, okay, we're on easy street now. I got a call from my mom telling me that dad had just filled the toilet bowl with blood. He went to go pee and he just filled it with blood. And, you know, we were like, oh my God, the tumor burst. So I was in Victoria. I hopped in the truck and headed up to Courtney right away. And as I'm driving up there, mom phones me and says, yeah, so no more blood, but uh, now he's, uh, his pee is green. (laughs) And I was like, oh my God, what's going on? So there were some little scares like that. Oh, okay. But what you basically uh, what was going on with his kidney there was that it, the whole lining sh- shredded. Okay, so when Tammy called me up in panic mode, what I did was contact Bob Melamed and Boshadar Radishnik, and they they concurred, saying, "Yeah, this is a good thing. Don't worry about it." Because he went from you know this bloody urine to this green urine, which I think was probably the cannabis, to fine, absolutely fine. It was almost like it was the the kidney regurgitating all this crap out of it. Yeah. So, and that was the first time I'd ever heard about shedding. And when uh, shedding is happening, it's part of the healing process. So we were just absolutely amazed and delighted to find out that it was actually a good thing that had happened to him. He was still getting lung infections. We couldn't seem to get a grip on it. And he had been on antibiotics the whole time because he has COPD as well. So he was on antibiotics. But every time that he went off the antibiotics, the infection would return in a matter of hours. We were kind of wondering if, you know, maybe the tumors were growing and we weren't really sure what was happening. So I remembered something Corey said when she was fighting her cancer. And she said, the closer you can get the product to the actual tumor, the better results you're going to get. And so I suggested to my dad that he start vaping the oil as well, which would mean that he was getting high, but it would be getting the medicine right where it was needed. I wasn't staying with him every day at that point. Mom kept phoning me going, I cannot believe the turnaround in your father since he started vaping this oil as well. So he was still taking his one gram a day as a suppository, but he started vaping on top of that. And he was not coughing as much. He had no blood in his mucus. His mucus was no longer yellow. And he felt like he could take a deep breath for the very first time in literally years. I think at one point, just before he started vaping or just after, he went through a coughing fit. And it was one of the worst ones we had heard him go through. And when he was finished, 
there was this little hard black ball in his Kleenex. I called Corey. I'm like, okay, Corey, what's going on now? Should we be concerned? And Corey was over the moon to hear that's what had happened. She said the only time that happens with lung cancer patients. So, you know, we think it was the big tumor in his lung that he coughed up. (laughs) And then after that, no more coughing. He hasn't had another infection in his lungs, no blood. Just amazing. So where where's he at now, Tam? What's the news? Well, he talked to the doctor, I guess it was just over a week ago now or two weeks ago. He got his blood work back and he got his x-ray results back. <laughs> his hemoglobin was up. His white cell count was virtually non-existent. His kidney function is almost back to normal. And the x-ray showed... They didn't x-ray the kidney, but they did x-ray the lungs. The doctor told him that what he saw was he had no fluid in his lungs, no infection. He had no inflammation, no thickening of his lungs because with COPD, the lungs get more scarred and they thicken. And so he had no thickening. But the most amazing thing was the doctor said, Yeah, there's no sign of those tumors in either lung. There's no scar tissue, and there's no more new nodules. So he was basically declared uh, free of cancer. From deathbed to cancer-free in just under six months. Absolutely amazing. And for listeners, Gary had cancer in both lungs, not just one. And Tammy, how, how big was the tumor on the kidney? Three inches. It was huge. It was huge. Yeah, and now he's out camping and fishing, and I actually got to go and spend time with Gary and Trish and the extended family on the weekend, and it was absolutely amazing to see him. You would never know that this man had been on his deathbed six months ago. In fact, he gave me a hug goodbye, and I thought he had fractured a rib. (laughs) (laughs) It's incredible. It is absolutely incredible. There's no sign of a COPD. And he also ended up getting COVID. Correct, Tammy? Yeah. And we thought, oh, my goodness. My mom has asthma and my dad has COPD. And they both caught COVID. I was so afraid we were going to lose them both in one go. Mom recovered over a couple of weeks. But dad recovered in five days. I just, I couldn't believe it. I went from being so scared that after all this, we were going to lose both parents to them both recovering but I think that because my dad was on the oil he made a much faster recovery than my mom did my mom stopped taking oil so that my dad could have all of it we think that's why mom didn't recover as quickly share the true love story about uh, the day that you hear all these gales of laughter (laughs) dad might kill me for this one but you guys will love it I was downstairs. My mom and dad had gone upstairs to give him his dose of oil before bed. And (laughs) suddenly I hear my dad going, ow, 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 what the hell are you doing back there? (laughs) And then I hear my mom just in gales of laughter. And she went, oh, damn, Gary, I'm sorry, I forgot to take the cap off. (laughs) So she forgot to take the cap off the syringe? 
Yeah, <laughs> before she inserted it, <laughs> before she shot the moon. I wish I wish you could see the look <laughs> on Ian's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, funny. When, when Tammy told that story, it reminded me of the story, Corey, about the woman giving her husband uh, uh, <laughs> a suppository with the syringe, and he told told him to man up. But she oh, was yeah, using a needle on. Yeah, she was using a needle. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> All of that had to have been so painful. Oh, absolutely. Tammy, when your dad was given the all clear by the 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 doctors as a result of testing, what was the reaction of the doctors? <laughs> His doctor was very obviously amazed at it, but he couldn't really say anything to them, but he was obviously quite overjoyed by the tone of his voice to be able to give all that good news. I mean, he's the one who gave my dad the diagnosis, and the three of them were just heartbroken that day, February 18th. And then he's seen all of dad's tests, you know, every month, all of his blood tests and blood work, his regular blood work that he's been getting done for, you know, a few years now. And um, yeah, so he... He was so overjoyed at being able to give happy news about his blood results and his x-rays. He actually stayed on the phone and visited with mom and dad for another half hour. They just laughed and joked and yeah. So while he couldn't come right out and say anything about this alternative treatment, I think we made a believer of him. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Can't deny the science. When your dad left the doctor's appointment and realized he had the all clear, what was his reaction? <laughs> it, it was a phone appointment, but he poured himself a drink and we all cheered him and hugs and kisses. And, and uh, yeah, dad was overjoyed. Yeah. I mean, he's given a, been given a new lease on life. Mm-hmm. He must be excited as hell right now. I mean, he, yeah, he is absolutely overjoyed. <laughs> the part in the video where my dad said that he, if it hadn't been for Corey, he wouldn't still be here. He'd be up there looking at everybody down, you know, and wiggling his fingers. That is the most carefree and happy I've seen my dad in a lot of years because he's lived in chronic pain for many years. <laughs> There's lots of laughing and playing and it's like we got my young dad back. Yeah. Does he like vaping? Well, he swore up and down he didn't want to do it. And I, after I coerced him and got him started on it, he saw the quick result. He was like, yeah, I don't mind this. I get a little bit stoned. I'm, it doesn't last that long, and I'm happy. <laughs> and mom's overjoyed because he is so laid back. Your mom was saying she wished he had started at 64 years ago. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, I wish too. <laughs> Tammy, this is an absolutely wonderful story, and it just goes to show you that even someone who is 83 years old, like your dad, there is no excuse for not using cannabis as a treatment for whatever ails you. Even to just take it for your own good health doesn't hurt you. Exactly. Do you have anything to say in closing to anybody who's thinking about maybe doing a treatment like this? Don't hesitate for a second. Go on the oil and nothing but the oil. 
follow the program to the letter, never give up hope because I have seen Corey take people from hospice on their deathbed to living. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well said. Thanks, Tammy. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much, Tam. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Cannabis Health Radio. For more information and to search previous podcasts, visit our website, CannabisHealthRadio.com. Subscribe so you don't miss new episodes. And follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This podcast is made possible by donations from our listeners. If you found the information helpful, please consider making a donation in any amount through our website. You can also help us share our message by leaving a review on your podcast listening platform. We are very grateful for your support. Thank you. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, my name's Kate, and I'm your host of the Pop Moms Podcast. I started the Pop Moms Podcast, well, because I wanted to end the stigma against using cannabis, specifically with moms, but also anyone who chooses to consume. I strive for a balance of humor and education, along with some pretty rad guests, to help combat social biases that come with consuming cannabis. Kids are hard. Join me for regular podcast episodes packed with parenting hacks, real-life stories, and of course, my favorite cannabis products. The days are long, but the years are short. So roll another J and take a deep breath. Keep blazing and stay amazing.